0: Love Talk Radio. are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil morning show with your host Nadia Khalil good morning everybody and welcome to today's show today is August 7 2019 it is relationship Wednesday I gotta say I couldn't wait for this show Because I think the way we have been taught to view so many things has caused us maybe not arguments so much with the people outside of us, but caused us arguments with ourselves, beating ourselves up, putting ourselves down, not being able to express how we feel, worried that people will think we're not good. Whatever it is. We took it inside. So when you get close enough to someone where you disagree about something and you have to face it, I mean, you can't not face it if you're living with them or married to them or you're dating them and you want to continue to date them and something happens and it's off, you got to say something. Or it's going to pile up because something else is going to come along. Being realistic about the fact that you don't have to agree on everything cuts the argument pool in half or more or altogether in some cases. Because now those arguments turn into we don't see things the same way. This is how we see it. This is how we don't. And we go on. And that sounds so simplistic that somebody would say to me, are you kidding? And I'm not. But you have to get there. You have to know that when you have your first argument, it sets the pace for how you disagree on things in the future and how you're going to react. But if you really want to learn, there is a learning curve that comes with disagreements. And it's a good one. And had I not lived it, I could not share it. People always say, well, from your post in that, you always act so perfect. I'm like, are you kidding? Like Those posts are my life. So what's going on that day, I faced everything. I need to have certain conversations. I don't agree with everything people do, but I have learned the difference between the people I live with and my work, which I couldn't tell the difference initially. I'm a family person. So everybody in my brain is my family. When I when I come to do the show every day, this is my family I'm talking to in my brain. So that never goes away. So when something happens and there's a disagreement, <laughs> I I was facing them all head on and so I lived with everybody. And then I had to know the difference because I realized that everybody I was talking to, I actually did not know the same way they obviously knew themselves, nor did I have the chance or opportunity to know them that way. So I had to be careful because, People got so familiar that we hit the argument stage. Or so they wanted things from me I, I couldn't physically or possibly give them, but in their mind they believed so. So that kind of relationship taught me about relationships, period. It gave me an objectivity that, wow, this will happen anywhere at any time, given time and given commitment. So when we are in relationships where we have a commitment, we want to see this relationship grow, we want it to be healthy as we are, and we want to know ourselves better ultimately through this other person. We learn from each other. There's no way to be in a relationship by ourselves. We can have one with ourselves, but not by ourselves. Because disagreements are a great way to see how you both can understand, accommodate, and grow your relationship. They do teach us tolerance. They do teach us trust or not. And they do answer that ultimate question, is this person right for me? But there's another element to disagreement. Because ultimately, no matter what the avenue to get there is, we are here to learn. If we are not learning, whether it's in a relationship or at school or at work or with friends, we start looking, our antennas go up and we start looking for another situation to learn in. If we understood that, we would look at life completely differently. Because then we wouldn't blame everyone for not being what we needed them to be for us or what we needed them to do for our life. Because people cannot deliver what's in your mind. And that's where disagreements come in. Because what you will learn is how you love, what you think love is, what you expect from love. Is love a commitment? Is love the person will die for you? Love you unconditionally? All these words that we'll never know what they mean because they're so broad-based. Does unconditionally mean that I will still love you if you hurt me or beat me unconditionally? No, I have to set a condition that you cannot do that. It doesn't mean I won't love you, but it does mean that I may have to get away from you if you are a dangerous, dangerous human being. And you have the potential to hurt my life to this level. Doesn't mean you take it or you're not loyal, but yet people stay because of that. So we have to think about why we have an argument. Well, if you have an argument, you, you meet someone and they're fairly new to you because you know there's always the first one, but it sets the pace for all of them. There's something very important to pay attention to. And, and, you know, if you don't, you end up where you have to at some point. And that is, one, you see your vulnerabilities. You already know what they are because they showed up in other relationships, but now they show up again. But the reaction to those vulnerabilities is either why you can stay or why you're going to end up going. Because in a disagreement, you find out if the other person reasons, is objective, is an accuser, and all of those you could actually work with, even someone who does the accusing, like, well, you did, and then you point out, like, hey, wait a minute, this took both of us to get here, and they say, you know what, you're right, geez, I didn't even see that. All I thought was what you did. Or your part, or your reaction. Because a lot of times the person who starts it may blame the person, the other person, for what they did. And if you get that and you throw it back and say, wait a minute, that's not where this started, and they can see that, you ultimately will be able to stay with them because there's a sense of objectivity, there's a sense of truth and trust that will build, if this person accuses you and cannot see that they started it or totally negates the fact that they started whatever ended up being the reason for the discussion, you're dealing with a whole different ball of wax because you're gonna be blamed for everything overall and over time those blamings are going to add up and they're going to get so heavy, they're going to knock you down and you're going to either run away or stay and put up and shut up. There's no other way to go when the person cannot take blame or self account. So the biggest part of all of this is that when you have a disagreement, you can see and view each other's reactions towards a foundation to grow together, or not. And it can only happen when there is a disagreement. Disagreements allow us to put our most vulnerable feelings, because when we disagree, we can't help our reaction. We can't help our facial expressions. You cannot control everything. And just knowing that the face that we really are when things are hard for us, when things are hard for us, because when we disagree, what may not seem like something big to someone looking from the outside in feels huge with somebody that you are invested in. And knowing that that person says, you or you to them and they can agree with you is that wow this is just a disagreement we don't have to agree on everything over time we will be able to learn each other through these disagreements but let's like come up with a way to disagree like If there's something that happens and I don't know I've done it because I have no intention of hurting you, please let me know because I don't want to do something that ultimately hurts you. If we have a disagreement on what color the paint is, we can find a color we both agree on. But if it's something I've done that hurts you, And it's hard for you to tell me. I would prefer that you tell me because then it's out of the way and it won't live between us silently because that's what happens, right? It's in the room and no matter what good the other person does, you think, yeah, but we didn't resolve this and I'm still mad about this. We didn't talk about this. And that's what your mind does. And it creates a wedge between you and someone you love. So learning how to disagree is one of the most important tools in a relationship because we would be lying to ourselves to tell ourselves that we're perfect and so perfect that our relationships don't have disagreements in them because they do and they will. Even in the most, Unlikely places it's gonna show up at our door. But let's say you have a first disagreement because the first one tells you everything, and the older we get, the more aware we are, and the more aware we are, the better our relationships get, right? So some people say, wow, I didn't get it right until I was like about 50. But that's okay, because that means you've learned your way to 50. But their view of what happened totally shocks you and surprises you to the point where you're almost wondering if you both are talking the same language. That's a huge red flag. It's a huge red flag. And I'll tell you what a big red flag it is. When I was married and I was in this relationship with my whole heart, I was young and I looked at this person as knowing way more than I did because he was a lot older than I was. It was, you know, part of my culture, so I knew what to do. I was born and bred to do it. I never ever once thought of divorce. Even though in maybe someone who's dated a lot or been around more may have said, Oh hell no but I didn't. I wanted to have children. I wanted to build a life. I wanted my my parents, my brothers, my sisters, my family. I wanted to build what I was taught to build. One day when I went to him, I can't remember even what he did. But he said to me, I know we have problems. And I never ever ever never thought for a minute that we had problems. I may not have liked his behavior, but I I thought that you know what? I was I was up for it. I would just say something and then I would go on. Not understanding the way he saw things because I thought, you know, I was young and I thought, Well, we're from the same culture, we both understand the same things. So a lot of stuff that probably wasn't okay I said was okay. But the fact that he said we had problems I walked away going, Oh my God, I'm in a in a marriage that has problems How could someone have a problem with me? I want to be here. I want to have a family. I want this to grow. I want to be happy. But he's not happy. He thinks he has a marriage that has problems. That was a huge red flag huge red flag because now somehow I felt responsible for these problems but let's take it a step further him saying we had problems took us to another level because after we had kids He started using the word divorce. May I say, and I've said this in other radio shows, I never, ever thought I would get divorced. But he introduced that word and that energy and invited it to be part of any disagreement we had. And some of the disagreements we had, if you want to know a red flag, you could see it, was that I was happy. He did not like that I thought people were as beautiful as I thought they were. I know that sounds weird, but it just bugged the heck out of him. Because what I guess he used to do in other relationships was pit, like, these jealousy maneuvers. Like, oh, this woman is this, and this woman is that. And I'd be like, yep, you're right, boy. You weren't kidding instead of me saying something to cut her down, and I just specifically remember in the car when I did that, and it, it made him mad because he didn't get to get I guess the reaction he wanted, but I would have never been that person who had that reaction. I wasn't perfect by any means, but those were things that that bothered him, so I started before I even saw Christ calling that personality, the opposite thinker that they think completely different than I do, that everything I did, he was suspicious of that. I was either doing something because I saw that he wasn't secure or that he was controlling or that he was difficult. And I was just always interested in people like, I used to read, even in high school, or maybe it was early college, a book called I'm Okay, You're Okay. Look it up. I think it still exists. It's called I'm Okay, You're Okay. So I've always wanted to know about people, not realizing that this was where it was leading me. But it was always something. So when I bought a book about difficult personalities, he asked me if it was about him. And I, it, I was taken aback by that. And then I realized, well, it should be. But what happened was what he believed, because he did not know how to disagree without putting the other person down or trying to take away the only things he could, which would have been his presence or his love, had I had experience, see, that's the beauty of learning. Because after him, it took me a long time to regenerate and want to date. Because I didn't believe I understood what that even meant. Because to me, someone different was just not going to behave the way he did. And I didn't understand how he could not love me. But in real life, he did love me. He didn't know how to love himself, but I didn't know that then. But I would have, had I knew how to disagree and understand that what this would tell me about him and about myself would be, was I an excuser or was I an accuser? Was I a reasoner or was I objective? How did I view his actions? When I look back, I think I've asked these questions because they would have been normal questions to say, hey, you know, like, what's up? But when I would hit a wall and he would not want to discuss anything except to blame me for everything, then I felt like I was going to hit my head against the wall to get to step two, which I never really got to. So it's been a whole lifetime with this person of not understanding that we don't have to agree on things. We have to know how to get along when we disagree. So I go back to the one filter question every relationship needs. And that is, Am I fighting for myself or am I fighting for my relationship? Are we fighting each for ourselves or are we fighting for our relationship? That is the biggest move of any relationship is understanding. That's the paradigm shift right there. Because then the pendulum isn't going to swing to your side or his side over and over again. But it gives the two of us a sense of objectivity. Because one thing that we learn through disagreements is whether or not we are controlled or need to be controlled or want to control another person. And that's a huge revelation. And I have to tell you, a lot of us don't even know that until we get in the first situation, how we may need to have a relationship for us to feel safe in it. But if threats of I'll leave you, That will come out in a disagreement. Introducing words like your problem. This is a problem. Introducing words like divorce. You learn that you don't say that stuff as a threat. Because usually the one threatening doesn't mean it. And then the one who actually gets worn down by the other person does it, they get blamed for leaving, even though you are the one who may have threatened it a thousand times over again, because it made you feel powerful to threaten, to take away what you think you're giving. But we find that out in an argument. So in the bigger picture, now let's think of God and think of how Christ Teaches us to pay attention to paying attention, we are there to learn these things. And with some people, when we can continue to learn throughout a lifetime, then we can stay with them throughout our lives. People are starting to see that wherever the marriage vows came death do us part, put a lot of pressure on us, put a lot of pressure on our free will, because it doesn't mean a human being is bad because they evolved or grew. Yet we took that growing and that evolvement and we said that's bad. You stay the same. You stick it out. And I have to say There's a lot of beauty in that and a lot of hope and a lot of love. And I actually love that feeling and that thought more than anything in life, the thought of being with somebody like that forever. I fight for people's marriages because I know that if they have a disagreement and they came to me, they're growing and they are learning. But it's pressure when we use the word just like the word divorce or forever. and You know, you don't know how long you're going to live. You don't know if you're going to agree all the time. But if we have the leeway to understand instead of till death do us part, like it is a death sentence, we say we promise to grow through and with each other throughout our time. It opens the door for you to stay together forever. In the book, Original Love, when we talk about marriage does not guarantee love. Yeah, love is a guarantee for everything. Because you may always love that person and the relationship may change and then you start feeling like you're a failure as opposed to Wow, I've learned this and this and this. And then we throw away our lessons because we're so focused on being a failure, whatever that means. So disagreement, no matter where you are, no matter what kind of relationship you have, is your greatest teacher. And the reason why you can either stay or not stay in a relationship We have to be realistic with ourselves because it's so hard for us when we're not, and it doesn't need to be that hard. People, when they can recover from a disagreement, feel like they just got a gold medal from the Olympics. That's how good that feels. Like, wow, I was able to resolve this with this person. This feels good. This feels different. I like this. Because now I know if I ever disagree with something again, I can say something and nobody is going to hurt me for it. I am safe to say. And you realize that disagreements become farther and further between. And soon as a relationship develops, it becomes, oh, you like it this way and I like it that way. Okay, got it. And on that note, I can't believe I'm out of time, but I will see you tomorrow on Dream Theme Thursday. Send them in. I got a lot already, but send them in, and let's see if we can tackle them tomorrow. Have a great Wednesday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.